Success Podcast. So you were telling me that Tartaria, because I was under the false assumption that it was just a particular landmass on the North Pole pre-ice cap climate, um, yeah. which it could be, but but more more specifically, it was a, um, a multi-continent. Asian. Yeah. I mean, it, it is shown in certain maps from like maybe before the 1600s that there was um, a certain area of the North American continent that had Tartaria on it. But there's only maybe like two or three of those maps around. But they they were mainly around in the cent like the Asian continent. Like they mainly had like all like that area. Like because there's these sections of like there's like called Chinese Tartary. There's Mongol Tartary. There's this type of Tartary, that type of Tartary. But it's um it all basically compiles into the one mass area of the Asian continent. And um originally uh, Tartaria was called Scythia which a lot of people don't know that, but there's there's some texts out there that, that put them together. And on most maps, you'll see like Scythia would be put in the same area as Tartaria would. But in on like the, the Hyperborea maps where there's like the, the landmass in the center and everything works around it, there's no American continent on that for those maps. But you'll see that Tartaria is just below one of the four great rivers that come out of Eden, like the yeah. Euphrates, the Tigris, and all those important ones. So, um, and that basic area would be um, the North Pole region, but it would be a, a offshoot from there because Hyperborea would be the center and um, Tartaria would be part of the Asian continent that would be like kind of right there. And um, whatchamacallit. Um, so Tartaria was actually extremely close to Eden. So that can dwell upon the fact that they were called giants because a lot of those a lot of the giant like uh, theories are based around those certain type of areas, and they all are extremely close to that Hyperborea and the uh, Rupus Nigra, which you can either call the Black Sun or the Magnetic Mountain. I don't know if you ever heard about any of those things. But I've um, heard of the Black Sun, but I don't know anything about it. The Black Sun, basically, um, it's mainly a Freemason hermetic uh, concept, like a hermetic and like all chemical, like it all comes in together with all that. The black sun is basically, it would be considered the central sun, like the sun that's like in Earth. So technically, it would be a part of like hollow Earth, I guess you could say. But you know how the the um, the protractor and the the, the Freemasons use and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That's basically the basis of it. Like where where it begins at the bottom, where the triangle starts, is the black sun inside the Earth, creating the energy for the one side of the protractor to go to the sun and one to go to the moon. And the, the all-seeing eye would technically be Polaris. That would be the all-seeing eye because it doesn't, it doesn't ever move. It always stays directly above what would be considered the flat Earth in that theory. So uh, a lot of that, like uh, you can see in old paintings, you'll see like certain depictions where there'll be two pillars and uh, the checkered ground. The checkered ground would be the infinite plane, basically in their theory. And um, all... Like the luminaries, the sun and the moon would be powered by that black sun. That's where all the energy comes from in that situation, um, which gives credence to the the Admiral Bird Antarctic, the Antarctic fucking theory, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, Tartaria. Everyone knows the basics that there's all these beautiful buildings just around the world that look exactly the same, Romanesque, Moorish, 
whatever you want to call them. A lot of people are now starting to fight for the Moorish um, side of it, which would be the Mauritanians, which would be a black descent. And um, I actually get a lot of people who like attack me for posting stuff and not mentioning that it could be the Moors. And there's just a lot, there's just a lot of reverse like racial negativity when it comes to those subjects. I posted but, um, something on TikTok about it was a it was about just the powers that be and how they look at yeah. the rest of humanity. And yes. uh, I got this uh, black guy very angry at me because uh, he was trying to make the point that there were tribes that lived in unison with nature and stuff around the equator. And uh, I was like, dude, I all I'm saying is is the super powerful just don't like us. That's that's the only point. But no matter who it is, whoever's under the powerful, they don't like it. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're black or white, whatever. Yeah, is, exactly. We're guys. we're all we're all cockroaches to but the seven families. If they would have ever asked me like what my true beliefs are on it, um, about that situation is, I would believe I would I would lay I would lay it out to them that I believe that the Africans, uh, the American Indians, and all the other like maybe. I don't want to say the Aztecs and all these little branches of super civilizations could be part of the lost tribes of Israel. Mm -hmm. And um, there's plenty of books that where uh, American authors and authors from all over the place where they try to say that the American Indians were actually uh, one of the lost tribes of Israel because when, the way they're described in like uh, the texts from that time is that they were of dark skin and they spoke a more like a native language like that. Like they weren't necessarily speaking Hebrew. And when mm -hmm. it comes to the inheritors, obviously they made everyone start talking in like our language and whatnot. But um, I, I don't know, believe I spoke on the orphan trains, but they were bringing all sorts of people here. And the orphan trains was a huge part of that because it, bringing in people who already had an established view on the world is a lot harder to convince them that they were wrong and set in their ways. Cause try to try to convince your father of any conspiracy theory, especially like a JFK theory that he, he like, it, like that it was a conspiracy cause they refused to believe it no matter how much evidence you put in front of their face. But, um, um, yeah, I forgot what I was talking about. No, no, um, it's the same thing with like anything you talk about nine 11, JFK or the moon or whatever. No, There's going to no be a generation what. that's so, steeped in in it, it it's its own lore that they, they're just mm. not gonna listen yeah, um no. but no you were you were actually starting to talk about the uh orphan trains and and we mentioned it uh the last episode but i don't think we really I, went into yeah, it i think i just said it but um yeah. yeah the orphan trains was a much easier concept for um the powers that be the with the robber barons like uh the the rothschild the rockefeller types because it's a lot easier to teach someone who's at a lower age. Because when we're kids, our, we're basically just imaginary. Our imagination is running wild. We don't have no actual cognitive like thought, really. So they could walk us through whatever they wanted and teach us whatever they wanted. So bringing in kids more so than, let's say, their parents was a lot more valuable to these robber parents or uh, the people in control. Simply because they could indoctrinate them from the second they start actually learning. So these kids were brought in, they were put in these um, orphanages that were everywhere, humongous orphanages, and they did horrible things to these kids, when, whether it be tests or just kind of like the MK Ultra when they did that in uh, Canada. They didn't even do it in our own country. They brought people to Canada to do the MK Ultra. Yeah. But um, 
yeah. So obviously it's easier to teach these kids instead of the parents, but either way they were bringing the parents in too. But um, who wouldn't want to come live in this beautiful empty with these magnificent buildings, say for like Chicago, the 1893 world's fair, those buildings, they claim that they're, uh, they're made with plaster of Paris and like uh, wood and all this sort of stuff. But their number one downfall is the fact that some of those buildings are still standing and the fact that they're literally made out of marble and they're probably in better shape than half the buildings that were built 50 years ago. Yeah. But um, is somebody coming in? Something's popping off down here. But um, <laughs> no, I was saying at the bottom, there's like a little teddy bear that just popped up. Oh, that might just, oh, that's Craig. That's, but, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, he's the bot. Um, go, go ahead. No, yeah. So um, they're indoctrinating these children. Um, Rockefeller had his hand in pretty much everything. Um, so like when, when it came to the education, he put it, was I talking about this the last time? Uh, just a little bit. Like we, we touched base on the Rockefellers, but, but not so much this, this yeah. connection. Yeah. So Rockefeller basically had his hand in everything, including education. And education was a big selling point, obviously, so you can indoctrinate the youth. And um, obviously, he well, he would fund these schools, whether it be a college or elementary, or put up all these or the the Indian um, language camps that they would do with the Christians. Um, they would teach them whatever they want, and I know, I'm sure that you know that any book from elementary school through high school was the most useless piece of information you've ever read in your life. Yeah, but um, basically, and he's quoted as saying, um, "I only want them as smart." as they can be to work, not to think for themselves. But yeah, even if you look at some of these um, people that came in, like even when they go to the beach, they're wearing full clothes, like full clothes with like umbrellas and all this stuff. Like they've never been to a beach before in their entire life. And when they're coming in, you'll see that a lot of these guys are wearing the exact same clothes. They're wearing the same hats. They have the same canes, like to the T, all of this stuff. But even when you look through all that footage, you'll see that there was these vehicles like the trolleys that had no like um, visible powering to them. So like, if you look at it, it says they had these electrical capabilities way before we were ever um, taught that we could do this, like lighting and all that such. But, um, yeah, the first car, I believe, was a car made by the Babcock Company in, in, in 1830, which they were a taxi company in New York. And, uh, yeah, so they, they, they would put on, like, a 500 or a, a hundred, at least a 100-mile charge. And I know I'm breaking. I'm, like, bouncing around here right now. But, no, you're um, good. But, um, yeah, but basically the Tartarian theory is based all on the architecture, and it goes hand-in-hand with mud flood, which mud floods are obviously a real thing. And um, you can see them today in California. And they, mm-hmm. I believe they, they, what caused it this time was a cyclone bomb, as they refer to it now, which I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But now the new term for that is called a cyclone bomb. And California... Like, like, act- like, like, like the, uh, the, the weather event is called that? Yeah, like it's actually like, uh. that's what they call it on the news. It's called a cyclone, a bomb cyclone, I'm sorry. And then it causes like a mud avalanche, essentially. That's, actually, that's exactly what's happening. Like, I just watched the news five minutes ago. And, yeah. Um, there's literal mud floods going on in California right now. Yeah. I, and uh, like all the celebrities are going on and talking about it and like basically blaming it on climate change and all that stuff, which there's in a, my book. 
no go ahead no they were blaming on like climate change which in my belief climate the climate is a cyclical event yeah like every like every so often these things will happen over and over again like ice ages we had a mini ice age less than ten thousand years or maybe more than ten thousand years ago now mm-hmm. and um a lot of these events like say mud flood which I, as i said goes hand in hand with tartaria caused the the native peoples to be either eradicated completely by death in those situations or famine from the complete lack of resources because they were destroyed by this cataclysm and all these buildings you'll see especially ones on hills uh you'll know you'll notice that if you look back into the construction photos, it's never more than a scaffolding on a building that looks like it's pre-existing most mm. of the time. And you'll see that they're always excavating at certain levels, like some sort of massive, like amount of, like a mud flood would come and just leave a massive pile of dirt on the side of these buildings. And that just didn't look natural. And as a, as a person who was in construction and I was an actual like mason, I was almost said master mason, like a, a, a stone mason, and um, it's just not the way someone would build in those situations. No one would put a, a window on a foundation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a foundation block. But um, yeah, these buildings, you can see them all over the world. And um, they're all exactly the same. Like whether you call it neo-Gothic or Roman, the Romanesque or whatever you want to call it. Like it's too coincidental that these buildings that they say in North America were built in the 1900s when there's buildings that are exactly identical in Rome, in like uh, Germany, like all these countries. And that's what brings World War II into it. I genuinely believe that World War II was the main focus was not to beat the Germans because we funded the Germans, first of all, like our, um, our heavy, like socialist, like socialites and like the uh, Prescott Bush, which I think I may have mentioned before was funding um, Hitler. And Hitler is quoted as saying, oh, I love, I love Henry Ford. Like, he was the guy who made their tanks in the beginning. He was the one who was shipping over all their material and, like, their vehicles in the beginning of all that until they created the Panzer on their own. But, um, yeah, so during that war, they basically began their, or I wouldn't say began because it was probably going on way before that, but, like, the main focus of destroying the old architecture to kind of erase it. And if you look at these old videos of the war, it's never like uh, like rural areas that are getting bombed. It's always these massive cities, like city areas with absolutely insane architecture or churches. Like churches were like the number one thing that they would go after for whatever reason, which... I have a, I have a couple questions about that. Um, I heard, uh, you know, just people speculating on this with photos mm-hmm. and stuff. And I would say that anybody that is um, kind of like whatever, like I've met a lot of people that you bring up mud flood and they're like, oh, okay. But uh, just look at the photos, like what he was talking about earlier uh, of like, there's not a lot of construction photos and the ones that we do have do do look like pre-existing set buildings yeah. in there. And then there's stuff going on at lower levels. It just uh, the the photos that we do have don't make any sense. So I'll say that. Yeah, now, exactly. the, the question I have about the churches is um, there there are some people that point out that the so-called claim that there was a trend of uh, pipe organs being uh, put into large houses in, in North America when they were, you know, building these big manors, essentially. Yeah. Um, the and and the people that are talking about this obviously are like, well, these things were 
were here. And then they slowly started to decommission these organs and different things that were that were embedded in these buildings slowly, mm -hmm. like shortly after the claimed construction date yes. was complete. Um, the or okay, so the question I have is uh, kind of a little mix. The organs in the in in these buildings, I I, I would love to know what they were. Uh, my my uh, imagination, uh, science fiction side of me is like, were they uh, were they frequency generators? Were they like spots where you go in your house and get healed for a particular ail ailment that later on uh, Tesla rediscovered? Because there were a lot of things about that. But anyway, yeah. Then the, going to the church thing, um, these patterns, these circular patterns in the yeah. archways cymatics yeah, yeah 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 cymatic patterns you can use the cymatic patterns in in there used to be no glass there in those areas mm -hmm. it was all wherever those patterns were um there was no um the, the glass windows were put in afterwards because it created a it, it enhanced the the resonance of the frequencies that were played but i already know what you're gonna ask me about the bells it's the same as the organs they were healing centers because originally like uh the churches they weren't so much as praying areas for like those type of things it was much more of a place to go to be healed or um hope to be healed obviously and um the thing about the bells first is um they're tuned to very specific frequencies and also in world war ii if you'll notice like you can look into it like they were collecting these bells from all these these major like cities from all across the world. And some of these bells, if you hit them at a, if you like their frequencies, if you had hit them, they create a, a resonance frequency that would go out throughout the entire like room, like, or the entire cathedral. And um, even today we have doctors that use acoustic frequency to kill cancer cells. Yes. And um, because like, right, like rife, rife technology. Yeah. Right. William, yeah. William rife. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was using it because no matter what, everything on this earth has a resonance frequency. The fucking earth itself, me, Bacteria. you, me, you, the cancer cells that are hopefully not in my body, someone else's body, everything, our organs all have a specific frequency. And there's a chart for it um, that I recently saw. I'll get it to you after this. But yeah. um, by uh, you, but in the church setting, like these these bells were used to ring in a certain healing frequency. I believe it was 423 Hertz. It was like the main healing frequency. But um, fun fact about that actually is with music, um, they, there was a certain point, I don't know what year, it might've been in the 1700s where they made artists change their frequency from that because they obviously had to have known that these were, um, had benefits for people. And they eventually had made them change it. To or, a much uh, higher, to a higher frequency that would disrupt your um, nervous system instead yeah. of en enhance it. But yeah, right now we're on the 440 standard, and it used yeah. to be 432. Uh, yeah. Like C, what did C I say, was tuned. Did I say 423 um, or No, well, you might be right. You might be right no, because I've right. heard it's 432. You're right. The the okay okay I from what I remember during the they were trying to come up. And what's interesting is the guy that had his the heaviest hand in this change was supposedly a Nazi. Uh, <laughs> there was a um, there was they needed a standard tuning because before uh, orchestras all over the world in Europe and different places were tuning to various 
uh, uh, frequencies. They, they, yeah. they would, their middle C would be, you know, 432, 430, whatever. And then they made them change it all as a, as a universal standard 440. And what yeah. sucks is if you like electronic music, um, unless you are clever and can get into, uh, uh, ch changing like really detailed settings in it. Everything is tuned digitally to 440. Yeah. Um, like, but, but you know, the Rife machine, all of this stuff is very interesting because what you were just saying, um, like, like when we are in the previous episode, we were talking about how uh, Tesla bound resident frequency of his building and, uh, yeah, and, the earthquake. Yeah. yeah. And he caused an earthquake. So imagine if you will, if you go down to the, the from the mic macro to the micro um everything you're right everything has a resonant frequency uh that's how people with voice like their really great voices can break glass with uh, uh their voice they they yeah. tap it first find yeah, what that to frequency create the is. resonant frequency and then yeah and then it pops it. yeah so imagine if you will i'm i'm not a doctor or a medical expert but imagine yeah the the audience if you will ha like let's say a, a particular virus or a strain of bacteria mm -hmm. or whatever they also it, have it as well yeah so its resonant frequency will be different than yours you somehow tune your body into that or expose yourself to this mm -hmm. frequency the things you want to die will die and and break yeah. apart now mm -hmm. they've uh they've they've shown um medical slides of this happening with yeah, and bacteria. it looks as if they're freaking out it looks as yeah. if the, like it's it's like a chaotic situation that they're going through they break apart yes. and, then, and then dissolve yeah so just imagine if now i have recently uh a, a friend of mine has been through the medical uh rigmarole recently but um one thing i've noticed in my time alive is that the american healthcare system is absolutely crumbling uh it oh. is absolutely sick care and the first thing the doctors want to do is either give you uh, medicine that you don't need or a surgery that you don't need because yeah, they make money off of it. What they want to do now is they don't cure the problem. They um, they kind of um, help the symptoms. That's mm -hmm. all it really is. Like there's yeah. no money. There's no money in curing. But yeah. if you look, if you look around, you can find very, very useful um, <clears throat> herbal medicines that you can use to get rid of these certain things like cancer like there are certain things like uh if you've ever heard of b17 um the no. vitamin mm -mm. the vitamin b17 <clears throat> can be used. a lot of people say don't do this because um um there's like okay never mind so a lot of people won't eat certain like apple seeds because what do they have in it cyanide cyanide yeah cyanide but um those seeds some of these seeds that come out have um fuck <laughs> is it cyanide uh, or something similar yeah like the those plants like that not plants the, the like the apples and the vegetables and all that shit they have um the seeds the seeds would have cyanide in it but they would also have the b17 as well so okay. the b17 is very well known in older like uh settings of like um academic tests and scientific tests that it would have a great effect on these cancer cells, if not eradicate them entirely. But they made the FDA made it illegal because of the cyanide. But you would have to eat probably oh, I I forget the exact number, but like over a hundred of these seeds for it to really kill you if it was going yeah. to. But um, yeah, like um, 
to speak on the organs, I never got to say about that. It was another thing that like the organs can be tuned to a certain frequency and like the organs, they're, uh, they use brass at the top of them. So the brass would resonate with that tone that you played through it out of all these separate pipes. And it would create an extra amount of um, healing power when the bells were not ringing. But um, yeah, and the somatic windows would only enhance it even further. Like, have you ever heard of the, the Lady of Lords? Like mm -hmm. where a bunch of like Christian people will go and pilgrim on a pilgrimage to go there and they'll get the water. They'll get this water okay. that they say is healing. But the only reason it's not healing because it's that's just the water. It's it was it's healing because of the frequencies that were played. Yeah. On like in like where the top of the water would be before it would flow down into this onto this yeah. area where you'd be able to collect it. Because water is greatly affected by frequencies and like acoustic manipulation. Like you'll see these tests. You can go on YouTube right now and look up um acoustic um like acoustically affecting water and you'll see how it'll make right angles and then another right angle and another right angle yeah. and it'll just stay like that and flow in that direction. So imagine what that could have an effect on what's in your body right now. Like how, if it can affect water at its base, Absolutely. what it could do to a sick organ or a sick anything or blood yeah. cancer cells. So there, there's a, there's a guy you may have heard of. He's known as the angry uh, photographer on YouTube, mm. but his channel isn't actually called that. It's Therio Apostas, I think, or something like that. Yeah. It's this uh, big guy with tattoos and he has been extremely consistent and understand he can speak multiple dead languages. He's actually pretty oh, fascinating. That's awesome. I wish. So yeah, one of the things he talks about is a lot of stuff with Tesla, a lot of stuff with frequency, a lot of stuff with the ether, a lot of stuff with um, magnetism and the basics of the foundations of energies and, and what our universe yeah. is made up of. And what one of the things he talks about is that he used to scuba dive and uh, uh, there were aquifers that you could go into in like Florida and stuff where there's just really old water that's been sitting and filtered through stone for eons and yeah. you can drink yeah. it and it's some of the healthiest water you can drink and you feel great yeah. after you drink it. Mm -hmm. And then he said, one of the things you can do is one of our problems with water is that it has, uh, it has a memory, uh, yeah. for lack of a better word. And what you can do is, so let's say, uh, the municipal water supply, not only do we have to worry about, uh, tainted things like lead pharmaceuticals, birth control, all these things that we know are in trace amounts in our water. The other thing is he's like, you can osmosis everything out and have, have chemically pure water. But the yeah. other problem is that all of this water has been going through people's bodies with sickness, disease, mm -hmm. uh, all kinds of stuff, saturating their organs. And then they expel it and gets in the table again. And then, it, and then it goes through the municipal supply again. And then you drink it. We've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. You and, forgot one main thing about that. Yeah. Fluoride. It's fluoride, not a naturally exactly. occurring thing, but fluoride is, uh, ah. exact, it's the main disruptor of our nervous system and our central, like our central nervous system and all the goodies. Like, See, I wish you were on, we were, we, we did an episode and we, we went in depth with fluoride and, and my side was like, you know, this whole argument with your teeth, it's like, really, we, we, because just because it strengthens your teeth, the dentist managed to pull off like a federal, uh, you know, standard of, of supplying 
fluoride in or what whatever. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But yeah, you, you know yeah, where you, it comes you know where it comes from? Uh-uh. Fluoride is a chemical byproduct of aluminum manufacturing. <laughs> Great. It comes, it comes from whatever <laughs> they use to um I forget what the exact word is for uh, yeah for doing it, but um for manufacturing like aluminum in the in the aluminum plants. And they originally they had gotten um they got in trouble environmentally by the environmental the EPA I would assume I don't know what it was called back then but the EPA called them up and like they were like listen you can't keep dumping this stuff in the water and like or on the grounds because it's destroying natural uh, like ecosystems and killing things <laughs> so they thought up like hey what, what what can we do oh let's tell people it's good for cavities which it may be. And I'm sure it is. It, it obviously, I guess it is. But um, let's bottle it up and say it's for that. And uh, that's exactly what happened. They they turned it into that. So we're, we're basically using this stuff for our teeth, but that's not really what it's for. I guess it, you could say it's a more sinister plan that well, most people like, would, would not believe. But there's medical doctors who go out there and they get their whole lives ruined just for speaking on it. Yeah, but, they um, do. I don't, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid. This is a tough one. I barely remembered when I thought about it. Do you remember when they used to give these little tablets when somebody would come in on like a day where they're like a dentist or some shit and they would give you these little tablets, whether it be purple or red, and it would turn the parts of your teeth that color so you could see what parts were um, not clean kind or something. Of. Like that. I kind of do. Um, I had a lot of fillings as a kid. They put was, all kinds of stuff in my teeth. That was pure fluoride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so the So the really dark dye <clears throat> stuff you're talking about. Yeah, like the stuff it was just it was supposed to be like a little fun thing like just to like have kids see that like you're you're supposed to Holy be brushing shit. your teeth and doing this and that and um that's why you haven't seen it and you like i ask people nowadays they're like what the fuck are you talking about but yeah. like apparently it stops like after i was in like fifth or sixth grade because these kids today yeah. they don't they have no idea about these things I got and, uh, all my amalgams taken out because of the yeah. mercury. Like yeah. you can take a metal fill, a metal filling, and then look at it under I think UV light, and then introduce just a mild amount of heat, like heat that is um it, it, like equivalent to like a hot cup of coffee, and yeah. it and it off gases, and you can see it on the camera. This isn't mm -hmm. like a conspiracy theory. We, we we've yeah. measured it, and you can see it. And um, so luckily, I was able to like uh, several years ago get them all replaced with porcelain yeah but um oh well i had something i wanted to say okay so we were talking about frequency for a minute yeah. and um uh the the one of the cool things is have you ever heard of a guy named andrew huberman i haven't for some reason you got all these people that i've never heard of somehow oh no you know you're good but, so but every time you tell me i look them up and i like look into them like the last yeah time. yeah so andrew huberman is a phd i forget what uh research school he's with right now but mm. he has a podcast he does talks and, and he's all about like prime mm. physical fitness and function so your mind your body uh, all of it. And, and yeah. he's very, very good. And so he only talks about stuff that is like peer reviewed and whatnot. So mm -hmm. there was a study that came out about frequency and a lot yeah. of his audience were pushing him to talk about it. So he read the data and, and I believe I have it actually, I have a sound generator, a sine wave generator app on my phone. Um, yeah. so I believe the sound, the exact frequency, cause I want to get this right. Um, yeah. I believe it was 30 hertz, uh, but I'm 
not too sure. Anyway, he they the the experiment was on um uh, uh hold on. There we go. Uh it was 40 hertz. So uh around 40 hertz they had and if I'm wrong, I, I change hertz just for experiments on my phone, so I don't know if this is yeah. the exact one. But Huberman was saying, insert whatever correct hertz it is, you can look it up, uh, that it was either 30 or 40. 40 hertz um, people that were exposed to it with a sound generator and like studio-grade uh, uh, monitors mm-hmm. um, had, um, there was a bo- boost in cognitive function Mm-hmm. and uh reduction in anxiety and a measurable uh increase in dopamine that lasted through the week yeah and uh and that is just with sound and mm-hmm. so this bleeds in to another conspiracy theory that i like <laughs> which um most people now will just be like oh that's stupid um uh 5g so yeah. all of these data connections are going through your body at all times mm-hmm. um and uh, 5G is an interesting one because it's, it's a it's a faster frequency, um, yeah. it, but and and the reason they have to put so many is because the same thing with your modems, like uh, they the pick two up off point, each other. It, yeah, it, yeah, the, like the 2.5G, like in most modems now, there's two antennas, a 2.4G, and the one, and and, uh, and and then five. They already have five, okay. so. Five can transmit data much faster mm. yeah, and, yeah. and more data, but 2.4 can't as much, but it can go further. Um, yeah. So like if you're on the complete opposite end of your house, house, your phone will automatically switch to 2.4. Yeah. Anyway, so the only thing I have to say is I don't have any proof or anything. I would just say we do need to be more cognizant that of the frequencies we in- introduce into our environment. Because they yeah. can very much have disruptive things if we're not careful. Yeah. Speaking on what you're saying, um, there is an actual like um, a stone or I don't want to say element. I don't want to say if it is what it is, but the it's called organ. And um, it blocks uh, radio waves and um, um, radioactive waves and all that type of stuff. Like if you put it by your cell phone and get a reader. Yeah. And uh, it'll be drastically lower than if the thing wasn't by your phone and it's called yep. organ but you can you can get it from this guy called the electric being on instagram like he makes okay. all these great these crazy uh, i will look that up by uh, organ yeah. okay I, pl- I plugged him for him but he never asked but i plugged him <laughs> there you go awesome i i definitely want to look that up um what i've been doing lately you'll you'll find this funny so i went to lowe's and i got um uh, about an inch and a quarter pvc pipe and i made essentially a casket it looks like yeah. a casket mm-hmm. and i can i double triple quadruple layered it with faraday cloth and mm-hmm. and and it's like an in- contained thing so as an experiment because i because i i like faraday cloth because you can if there ever was a solar flare uh i can put backup devices in it and then mm-hmm. get them out and they'll work as long as my solar panels still work yeah. um and protect things so uh, what I've been, what I did was, uh, I had a, t- I, I bought a bolt of cloth, so I had tons left over. So I wrapped mm-hmm. this cage, like really, really cloth. well. Yeah, yeah, the, of the Faraday cloth, mm-hmm. and um, got inside it. And being inside it for about thirty minutes to an hour, 
uh, I feel like giddy. It's a very a strange thing. I did it multiple times because I, I I don't want it to be a psychosomatic re- response. But when I am completely blocked out with Faraday cloth to where like cell phone radio signals and Wi-Fi don't go just blasting through my body, I do think that I feel incredibly different versus just being in the tide, you know, like I am yeah. now. You're going to have to help me out with this one, but I believe that would go... Have you ever been to the mall and these there's uh it's called like a sound there's like these little capsules you can go into and um it's a sound deprivation or it's like a deprivation tank and i think that's basically what is what's happening with you because if you go into these little tanks and it'll enhance like certain things about your like your mind and like whatnot. oh are you talking about like a float tank yeah you sit in like the water and you yeah. just sit there and, yep. and nothing's going on and like i think like that it might be the same concept as what you're yeah. doing as well there's a few there's a few near me what the way i understand it is that the they don't block radio signals and that kind of thing but no, what yeah, they I do that way yeah no i know but yeah. what they do is they completely cut off like what you said sensory you can't yeah. see anything I, I there's a few near me that i've been in and mm. the temp the water you do float in it's like the yeah. dead sea in there you just mm. float because there's so much <laughs> yeah. magnesium yeah. uh so when you do that, um, you the the water is is uh, the exact temperature of your skin and body. Yeah. So you wind up stop feeling the water around you. You're yeah. floating. Yeah. There's no light and there's no sound. Mm-hmm. It's it's really trippy because when you stay in there for an hour or more, you do your mind starts running because there's no information coming in, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're and. I do think it's a good meditative practice to do oh, that. Yeah. A lot of people say that they reach like a different um, level of spirituality when they utilize these certain things. And same goes for like a ice tank. Like when you jump into an ice oh, tank, yeah. it's yeah. extremely beneficial <clears throat> to your like bloodstream and all that. Yep. Like just doing these certain little small things like, like yeah. being in that deprivation tank or even under yeah. your, your cloth and whatnot. It, it, these little things can just help us. Instead yeah. of doing all this crazy stuff that people are doing that have zero actual benefits whatsoever. Yeah. Like um, there's these, not to talk about anything like people are going to laugh about, but like um, there's these, um, there's these new medical areas where, um, well, I guess they're not new, but they use um, sound amplification to open up blood cells, like for erectile dysfunction and like people yeah. with like um, artery issues and whatnot that they use these acoustic um, vibrations and frequencies to open up the vessels and whatnot all over again and yeah. to be a healthy flowing system. And yeah. like a lot of, a lot of people don't like believe in this stuff, but it's, it's, it's an American conspiracy. Like it's hundred percent true with the William Reich. It's basically goes along with that. It's the same type of thing. Like guys with erectile dysfunction can go and just sit somewhere for two hours and have this certain frequency be played over, to, over their, their joint. And yeah. they'll be able to use their uh, their stuff regularly, like normal, all over again. And like, well, people it, miss it makes it makes sense. And they rather take these pills that are just a a, a symptom corrector, like Viagra. Yeah. Like they'll use yeah. Viagra just to be able to do it. When you can just go do this one procedure, and you'll be fine. Because people, yeah. for some reason, these doctors don't tell them about them or whatever it may be. But um, there's very simple fixes to a lot of our big problems in life and chemo. For like cancer is is not a good um a good example of helping you because i've read that um uh what should we call it that the tumor cyst um this is a like i guess you could say it's like maybe like a fringe theory from a scientist but like 
when you get a cyst from a tumor, it is actually encasing the cancer itself, the cell, and trying to keep it from growing beyond a certain point. And obviously, at some point, you have to remove that sac. But um, that the tumor itself is actually helping you and trying to keep that from from going beyond like where it is and going into other systems of your body. That um, your body is actually trying to do it, and the tumor isn't a bad thing. That yeah. the tumor is actually it's helping you. And like that's interesting. I've never heard that twist yeah. on it. And these doctors, they're like, oh, we got to shrink the tumor. We got to shrink the tumor. And the radiation mm -hmm. just basically breaks down the strength of this tumor. And um, it will allow the cancer to expand even more. Not like the, that they're, maybe they're not trying to do this on purpose. I would hope not. But um, yeah. these things do happen. Like a lot of people who go get this chemo who were feeling pretty all right before that are, are dying probably oh, just from awful. that radiation poisoning yeah. in itself. And there's, there's, there's just these other ways that they looked into these things. I know holistic is like, I mean, everybody's really into it right now to a certain extent with like the, like the veganism and like just being holistic and taking like a, a some sort of vitamin to help you. Mm -hmm. But people don't go to a certain extent to where they can look into things and find out that, oh, wow, I can treat and help my family and not put them through four weeks of extensive chemo yeah. or I could try this one thing, even just for a short period of time before you do that. I'm saying if, if that don't work, go right ahead, do the chemo if you want. But yeah. doing chemo is basically a death sentence. And I know people yeah, get out. I've, I know people I've, get out, but it's not a high it's not like a high ratio. Like Yeah. You know? It's bad. I've known some people that go through chemo and they're they debate it a lot because it's like it's rough. Like yeah. you get sick, your hair falls mm -hmm. out, you're uh you throw up, uh the nausea that just stays with you all the time is horrendous. Uh, it's a gnarly drug. Um, it would be so cool. See, and I, and I, I think you're right. I think that the majority of doctors aren't doing anything malicious. I think they're sticking to the, their curriculum. What they were and, taught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think once that you go, they, once you go against your, your, like, uh, your system of learning and like go against the people you were in fellowships with and all those people that taught you and like the people who made you who you were, they're going to cut you off immediately once you get absolutely out of, out yeah. of their that control system and like the medical the field is very catty oh yeah they, the they'll, they'll they'll go the after pharmaceutical you. company they run the show right now like that's it yeah. like pharmaceuticals is it that's what medicine is doctors are basically just pill pushers hate to say it some doctors are really nice guys like yeah. in certain cases like say me or my mother my mother is handicapped she can walk and stuff but she's handicapped but like only a handful of her doctors will, will really like try to yeah. be in her best interest you know and like yeah. i think that that's something that really needs to get changed in the future because they're hurting a lot more people than they would probably want to in these situations by going along with just getting like like say for covid and i don't know if you want to talk about that on your podcast because i know everything gets like chopped but like with covid these doctors were getting paid thirteen thousand dollars for every shot administered Wow. Like literally, like documented so that they were getting paid for that and to try to push these these. Um, well, they Moderna recently uh, hiked their price of their shot uh, four times. Yeah, uh, but, and I mean I this, this this I mean the whole COVID thing. I mean it's about money. It, it's oh, yeah. not Absolutely. make no mistake. You want to try. And this is what I don't. Yeah. Well, this is this is what I don't understand. I don't care if you're on the left or the right. Neither one thing that's very interesting is that in my lifetime. I noticed that liberal people in like the early 90s and mid 90s were very 
uh, anti-corporation and they didn't trust their government. Now it is completely flipped. Their conservatives do not trust their government and they uh, absolutely don't uh, trust corporations. And then you're also putting, you're putting, uh, okay, I have two things to say about this. Uh, you are, you're create okay. With you're the good, whole man, co- I up plenty. <laughs> no, I know, but like, this is like such a, this is such a hot topic. So yeah. the thing about uh, this is you're putting your trust in a company multiple companies, but one in particular that was caught red handed causing the opioid epidemic. Oh yeah. All right. That they were, they were, they were pushing those pills for addiction and they got a slap on the wrist. It was all exposed in court. They got a slap on the wrist. Then you also, this whole thing about COVID is what I don't understand. If you're going to critically think about MRNA technology, where you are permanently altering, you're, you're introducing a code packet into your cell into the nucleus to where there's uh, a new instructions in your DNA that are running those instructions. Yeah. Those instructions that are now being coded into your genetic makeup Mm -hmm. are telling your body to produce uh, antibodies and all kinds of um, defenses for a strain that's going to evolve within nine months. Mm. Like all of the reason we have new flu shots every year is because the strain mutates. So my question is why would you permanently alter your cells to produce an inflammatory response that takes care of a one particular virus that will be obsolete a year from now. And then your body is going to continually produce that antibody. So then you're having all these people that are just dropping dead. The amount mm-hmm. of people that have been dropping dead lately, uh, first off, I'm, I haven't had the vaccine. I'll never get the vaccine. I don't have it either. And I'll never. And now it. they're making me like worried about other vaccines. Like if, if I, if I'm worried, if I'm worried, like if I am working in the, in the yard and I cut myself, I'm like going to question whether or not I need to get a tetanus shot. Like yeah. normally I w- I've had a tetanus shot before, I don't but think they I've only gotten, last like 10 years. I don't think I've gotten a shot for anything in a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't get I, sick. Like, I stopped when I taking. When, oh, I was like, when I was like 15, 16 in that area, I would get strep throat every mm-hmm. year. Same time, all the time. And uh, I would get the shots and they wouldn't do dick. They wouldn't do anything yeah. for me. And then one year I just stopped doing it all together. Yeah, and, same um, with me with flu. I haven't gotten a sickness like that in a long time. But I had when I, I had gotten COVID when it first originally came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was still working, but I wasn't around like other people. I was a property mm-hmm. manager, so I was pretty much by myself all the yeah. time. But um, I had gotten it and uh, at the worst of what everyone was saying it was. And uh, basically, the only thing I really went through was I had a little bit of a hard time breathing, but I'm a smoker, kind of a heavy smoker. And I smoke uh, marijuana all the time, not like all day, but I smoke a decent amount. So I already had probably a little bit of a weaker lung than most people. But for the most part, it was pretty much a breeze for me. And like, I don't want to, I know that's not how it was for everybody. But um, in my own personal um, opinion, like, I think a lot of people could have just wrote it out and been fine. I agree. um, I don't know if if you heard about that football player, I forget his name, who just, who dropped like even during the football game, they were saying he didn't even hit his head because he didn't. And um, saying, trying to say that it was this or it was that, and he had head trauma. Never hit his head. No one even tackled him. He just fell. Yeah. And um, me personally, I think that it has to do with the vaccines because I, it creates, I would agree. Uh, he had a heart attack on the field. That's what happened. That's what they yeah, finally said. 
the, all of this myocarditis that these yeah. young guys that should never get sick. Yeah. And like these, these people are top athletes. They're exactly top they're athletes. in tip top shape. These are the best shape people that there is. And they're built for this. And he, nothing happened to him. He just got up and fainted. Well, well having a heart attack and fainted. And um, everyone was trying to point to this or that. But if you if you think of all the things that are randomly happening just after these vaccines were like really put out and like maybe fourth booster or whatever, people were starting to drop. Like, as you were saying, like even in China, you look at these videos around the area and you'll see people just falling straight down to the ground, dead. No, yeah. no questions. Have asked. you seen China's basically concentration camps? Their medical oh, yeah. camps? You know that there's 14, li there's 14 live str uh, strains out there right now. Yeah. 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 It's one of those things where I refuse to be, I refuse to be intimidated by headlines. Like it, no, it, I'm just it's saying like, because China, they, they were doing, you know how they were doing the sanitation spraying yeah. mm -hmm. and they weren't letting people out. They fucked themselves royally because there was zero chance for herd immunity. Yeah. And, um, there was like zero chance for it to like go away. So now all these people have been sitting in their houses and they're just getting it as soon as they go yeah. out because they've have zero, like, um, They've never been introduced to it and yeah. these people are just dropping and like now they're starting to get extremely violent with them like with the drones driving around trying telling people they're going to shoot them if they're going to if they leave their houses yeah. and whatnot so china's in like a really horrible state right now not even just for that like from people just dying add on the fact that a couple years ago i forget how soon it was but they just recently allowed their people to have two children again and like mostly they were only really allowed to have one boy like if you were gonna have a girl, you had to go and abort it. Yeah, but if yeah, if you're they gonna did have that, a boy, they did that very you can only frequently. Have one, yeah. you can only have one child. And in the next ten years, I think China's uh, econ economic like it, it, economy is just going to to collapse because yeah, all, their I, all their people are very old, and there's yeah. very few young people right now. The the twenty year olds are just destroying all their like. Uh, the like the um all the agriculture and like everything that's going on over there is just getting decimated because all these young people are just consuming everything so like the yeah. older people they're gonna die off soon and the 20 year olds are gonna be old in that time and who's gonna rebuild all of this stuff when they're i agree only having these so many few children well and well I, that that what i wanted to say about that was uh with the whole china thing I, for a long time i've been like gotta keep our eye on china they're doing a lot of crazy stuff and they're 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 at, they're really trying to be a, a, a superpower. But then yeah. lately, what goes to what you were saying is, I've heard that they're having like really uh, quietly having major like their economy is going to implode. Which oh yeah, I don't have a problem with. I think that for one, we need to start manufacturing in the U.S. again. Uh, yeah. I mean, everything has been exported over there. And then the only uh, thing is about that that I could say is that I don't know how how much they could possibly be destroyed economically because they export so much to us. They do. And they do like, they but we can so cut them off. That's the thing. We could, if we, we really infrastructure to have all these jobs be made. I know we have time. to rebuild it all. Absolutely. Yeah. It I mean, has, we have all, all these, these factories Amazon. have to be rebuilt. We have all these Amazon factories and stuff, but that's not going to be like used for those type of things. Yeah. It won't manufacture your yeah. iPhone. Exactly. And speaking on that, like right now they just got caught. Um, Apple just got caught for um, using tens of thousands of miners to mine yep. out the cobalt and the, yeah. I believe it's cobalt, right? And yeah. the crystal that they mm -hmm. use to power batteries for the iPhones. And yeah. there's only supposed to be one 
like person, like a person who's there to do this at a time. There was maybe 15,000 people there. When, yeah, they're supposed like, to use machines and not yeah. hand picks. So, and they the have guy, children on their back. Yeah. The guy does the documentary. He, he, he's the only person ever allowed to go in there for some whatever reason. But you watch the, the, the video and this guy walks over a hill and you just see thousands, thousands yeah. of people. And there's only supposed to be one, remember? And they're doing this and it's extremely toxic. These people are like, like they're going home to their families and like dying. Yeah. And like, no one speaks about these things. Everybody loves Apple. Like how does, how does something like that in cancel culture, especially yeah. how does someone like that? Not Actual get, modern day slavery. <laughs> yeah. Like indentured servitude. Like that's literally what's going on. And, um, I wouldn't say like to go on with the indentured servitude. I believe that the middle class and like the lower class of America, we're basically indentured servants as it is because we're living yeah. to eat and to have a roof over our head. There is no, the American dream t today is you're fed and you have a house. That's yeah. it. Like there, it's extremely hard to go beyond that point now. And these people who, who are coming from these other countries, they're like, great. That's all I really want anyway. And, yeah. um, they'll send their money back to their families. But you'll find that a lot of these, like, uh, the immigrants coming from Mexico, like, I, I know a couple of them. I work with a few mm. that, like, they can speak for a couple of, like, their people. And, like, they'll say a lot of people are going back just because how yeah, horrific it is to be in this country now. Like, it's this terrible place to be. Yeah. Like, insane. But, yeah. The um, uh, I mean, you know, the what you were saying about cancel culture and stuff, I what I what what I can't stand is I don't mind like a Confederate monument being quietly taken down. Yeah. What I do mind make a production out of it. Exactly. What I what I don't like, obviously, there's some dudes that maybe we shouldn't put up on a pedestal like. Yeah. But my whole argument is these kids that are throwing paint and tearing them down and shooting it all on their iPhone where they're at, where there's ac the actual problem is right now in terms yeah. of slavery and mm. injustice. And, but the way I kind of view these loud people are they're, they're, you know, the, what did, what's his name call them? Useful idiots. I mean, yeah. like when, like the Bolshevik rev revolution, they'd take a mm. whole bunch of people that, uh, that they can uh, manipulate emotionally. Yeah. And, and then just when you're done with them, you just, well, in that situation, just execute them. I mean, these are, these are, uh, and that's the other thing I have a problem with also rewriting history books, <coughs> given whatever is accurate in them to begin with. Um, uh, yeah. Nothing. Like how, how is it, how are civilizations supposed to learn from the mistakes of the past? Like, I yeah. don't understand. Like, you know, the, the, the humanity has already repeat. a short memory. Yeah. They want them to, they want these problems to repeat and they always do. Like yeah. everything always comes back. It's everything is cyclical. I feel in this world. And like when one thing happens, it's going to create a chain no matter what. And war is big business in this world right now. Oh yeah. And it's pretty much always, always. It been, got us but, out of the great depression. <laughs> but um, I believe it was Eisenhower who said um, to be extremely um, careful around using the, the letting the military industrial complex getting control of what america does and like obviously the military industrial complex they want wars they're weapons manufacturers after the world war ii these these guys got a huge budget increase and all they wanted to do was go to war and um it makes big money for these guys and yeah. um at the expense of the the normal person who has to go and fight these wars you know yeah speaking of 
uh, weapons and funding. Uh, the the coronavirus was developed in Wuhan with by, American by tax scientists. Yeah, Harvard with scientists. American taxpayer dollars, mm-hmm. and they were creating bioweapons. Make oh, no yeah. mistake about that. AIDS I really was- hope Fauci gets thrown under the bus because oh, yeah. even Obama. When mm-hmm. he went and saw that lab, he they he realized what was going on, and he mm-hmm. told them to shut it down. Yeah, and he didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing with Fauci is, I don't know if you knew, but he was like the main guy for the AIDS yeah. uh, vaccine. And um, when he went to uh, him and Bill Gates when they were doing the the stuff in, uh, I believe it was what part of Africa it was, but um, they were going to these places and they would end up completely sterile. And um, yeah, like they were going to these African countries and African areas, and they were. Do you mean the people the, visiting or the tr- the people there were going sterile? The the ones they were giving the vaccines for, like yeah. say malaria and the AIDS stuff. Oh like yeah, those yeah. vaccines they were giving people. They were directly cutting off their ability to have children. Like they were being yeah. sterilized, and a lot of people now are starting to say that like they can't have children and like they're having trouble with this or that, <laughs> and um just to go a little off topic, like to go along with the water, like our water supply is like, I don't know if you ever heard about what's going on with frogs, male frogs. Oh yeah. Male male frogs are being affected so much by whether it be fluoride or whatever is going into the water from the agricultural sector is causing these male frogs to become trans, no, like transgender. Like they can have their hermaphrodites. They can have their own kids and whatnot. And if you ever thought like, Try just try to branch it over to what's going on with uh, humans right now. Yep. Do you like? I personally think that maybe this could be whatever is going into our water or whatever they're um, spraying on our crops is yep. causing people to have these these little issues because it doesn't just spring up overnight. This transgenderism. I have no problem with it. Do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, me neither. I love you no matter what. Um, close family members of mine are gay and also all of the above. I have no problem with that. I'll always treat you with respect, but it's almost hard to deny that something is causing it. And if you can see it in an animal, you're going to see it in people too. And it's very obvious that something we are being chemically attacked by someone or in some way, or maybe they didn't even know Mm -hmm. that these things were going to happen, but it's happening very clearly. And it's going on with children and that's, pretty much where anyone should draw the line is yeah i've i fall i fall the exact same way as you do like i uh love everybody um my whole issue with uh i do think that there uh, first off we can we can we can get we can get into it and go all right there's bpas which are uh estrogen mimicking molecules in our plastics Mm -hmm. there are uh monsanto producing um uh roundup that is causing really bad problems and now it's getting central nervous system stuff yeah and well we as an agri as an agricultural practice if it is not marked usda organic non-gmo what they do is they spray the tops of the wheat berries right before harvest with roundup because it causes the wheat berries to absorb a ton of water and swell and Mm. that increases their yield so they have all these guys in hazmat suits going through the field spraying this stuff and Mm -hmm. a lot of those guys started a class action lawsuit because they're getting like yeah they're getting all kinds of gnarly yeah yeah it was lymphoma and then there were like people's pelvises were turning black they had to get hip replacements gnarly Mm -hmm. stuff 
So yeah. then, so then uh, Monsanto again gets slapped on the wrist, and they just continue business as usual. I know someone that uh, that family is in Germany, and they had a uh, someone's fiance come over in Germany, and she couldn't eat wheat. She she was uh, celiac disease and all of this, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Crohn's disease. Can't have any wheat. They were like, no, 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 you should try it. Eventually, towards the end of the trip, she tried their wheat, which they don't spray with anything. It's illegal yeah. over there, uh, and. She tolerated it. She could eat bread. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the fact that our food's poisoned. This is the reason of that. I don't know if you knew this, but um, let me let me take a guess at what vegetable. It's green. Is not real. Is not a naturally occurring plant. Broccoli. Broccoli. Yes. Where it comes from the mustard. It comes from mustard seeds or something. It's a byproduct of mustard seeds and uh, pea pods, I think, and um, kale. And all these other things that are like very popular now are all, uh, I guess, GMO made off yep. these one off this one plant. And um, the wheat we use is modified. Like all everything is like genetically modified that we have right now. And I think that maybe she might just have an effect to the modifications. Yeah, because you probably. said where she was, it was fine. And yep. um, obviously, here we're doing certain things to our crops even before we put them in the ground. Yeah, like you were saying. Yeah. Well, when I was a teenager. I had a really bad acne and uh, like I couldn't, it was, I had trouble digesting stuff and I had, I did, we went to a trip to Costa Rica on my senior year. Yeah. I ate that food nonstop as much as I wanted to. My mm. face completely cleared up. I felt really? better. I could digest whatever. And I was just fine. I, 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 in terms of food, nothing ever worked as good as when I had just because I remember they would go in, they would cut down papaya out of the jungle. Yeah, uh, when the we were like freshest, on the freshest yeah, way you could possibly get it. Eggs. It was like you talk about free range eggs. These people don't have enough money to spray their crops and do all yeah, of this yeah. crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So they just lived off the land, and you would get out of your raft, and then they would set up a tent and make food. And it, yeah. I just, it, I the rice, the eggs, the papaya and the mango it was just perfect and i it was fine <laughs> my yeah, acne know. was gone by the end of the trip and then when i came back home it came back oh yeah whatever whatever we're ingesting and getting in this country or main or a lot of the big countries we're getting poisoned slowly we yeah. all know that but um what was i gonna say um like have you ever seen the documentary on mcdonald's how this well maybe it was just a video but like this one girl had a had a cheeseburger and like a, a happy meal or something like that and left it in her closet for like no, 10 yeah. years and nothing yeah. changed about it. Yeah. <laughs> it I mean, looks... that, that, that right there <laughs> should be a, a warning sign to anyone to never eat yeah. shit like that. Ever. Like it, it, unless there's nuclear fallout, don't eat at McDonald's. <laughs> mm -hmm. But um, with plants, like uh, to go on with like frequency mixing with the plants. Um, yeah. If you play classical music mm -hmm. to a plant, it's going to grow faster. And um, I don't know why this just popped into my head, but I know a lot of people have never heard of it. Have you ever heard of the the Ohio Pyramid? I think so, but go go ahead. Yeah, the Ohio Pyramid. This guy was just like super into like Egypt and was like, he just loved the pyramid. So he built this pyramid on flat ground and he had crops around and whatnot and stuff. And uh, he built it up and he put gold plate surrounding it. I forget what the main structure was but he put gold plate completely surrounding in a perfect pyramid. So when he did that, I think overnight a lake surrounded the pyramid overnight and any plant that was inside of it grew 300 times faster 
and I think 30% larger just because of that, that structure. And, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, like these, these buildings, some, they have to have some sort of special abilities to them. All right. So they made it, it. they made it illegal for you to climb the pyramids now at Giza, Mm -hmm. but back in the day when that you could just like take whatever you wanted, there are these photographs people would go up on top of the pyramids what the writing and, uh i mean there's top. yeah there's a ton of writing but no they would go on the outside top and they would mm. set up a picnic and then the there are these photos of guys holding up their wine bottle and there would be a, this electric charge start forming over the glass and no it was like shit. this thing people did and and it became kind of dangerous because um of like static discharge but for yeah. some reason the tops of pyramids are like a trifecta for some type yeah, of energy. They harness our atmospheric electricity. They mm-hmm. harness it. Yeah. Just like the, to go on with the Tartaria, the buildings, these antennas were made out of like brass and like they had all these intricate pieces. Like some of these, even the, the antennas, not like a, it would look like a radio antenna. Like these antennas would come up and they would even have these, like these wirings that go down to like copper and all this sorts of yeah. stuff. And I think that they would use the energy from the, that would come from the sky and like these were always in the bell towers so mixing yeah. that electrical energy the eight and through the aether coming through this antenna and surrounding the uh the dome that would yeah. be encasing the the um the clocks the clocks the um the bells and it would just enhance their frequency and their ability to heal because as i said before these these buildings weren't originally meant to just go there and put money in a box yeah. You were supposed to go there and you would be healed. Like simple as simple as that. Yeah. And yeah. like that's what um Tesla was was trying to explain to people about um atmospheric electricity. Everything is electricity. There's magnetism in the air, there's electricity in the air. We're electric beings. And um the fun thing about birds is birds how they migrate, a lot of people don't know what why how they do that, but they have these receptors in their wings that pick up magnetic um um like magnetic fields so that's how they know to to like go fly south for the winter and all that stuff and um yeah it's just extremely crazy how these things work and uh i don't know if you ever looked at the foundations and like the layouts of a lot of these old buildings they look exactly like a circuit board like um and they're always surrounded by water all these massive temples around the world you'll see that they're constant they're always kind of a little bit submerged and um water and they have all these certain offshoots of little stone like like pillars and this and that in certain areas and if you look at like a computer grid it's pretty much exactly the same like it looks identical because the earth has it has an electric has an electric charge and like there's electricity in the air and you can utilize it and i don't know if i said this the last time i was on and i probably repeated myself maybe once or twice but um tesla had sent power from his tesla tower in buffalo to the louisiana purchase exposition in st louis and he did it through the air like he did it like through the aether or whatever you want to call it like it went from his uh tesla tower all the way to st louis from buffalo and um it's just undeniable that people are using this power to do this and um if there was ever a person who didn't believe in gravity I think that it would be magnetism would be the next best choice in my opinion, because yeah. um, with the acoustic levitation and all that stuff, um, mercury can be used 
as an anti-gravitational de- uh, um, a mechanism oh, for yeah. powering anti-gravity. Like, I don't know if I said it the last time, but I'm sorry if I repeat myself. But no. um, they had a thing called the Mercury Vortex Engine. Did I mention that? Yeah, yeah, but go. Okay. But yeah, uh, the Mercury Vortex Engine. And that, that's how uh, that one guy who was working in uh, S4 was yeah. like, oh, uh, Bo- uh, Bob Lazar. Yeah, but I apologize. I, I, I got a little mixed no, up. No, no, you're good. No, I, I, we've only like, I, there's only like two things we re- rehash, but this is great. Yes. Um, the, Oh man, well, going back to what you're saying about these buildings had um, like metal top to them to increase conductivity. What did the pyramids have once upon a time? They had gold mm-hmm. caps yep. and, and all and this. And their sides were limestone, which were also electric conductors as well. Yeah. Now this is one. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. no you finish it. Well, well, no, there I, was this, there was this one thing. I don't know if, if uh, you can elaborate on it, but I heard, and I, I can't, I, I, if I could find a journal entry or something, that would be great. But uh, there, back when Napoleon first, you know, rediscovered pyramids and the Giza stuff and the Sphinx and all that, mm-hmm. um, when, they, when Napoleon's men were going through, I've heard that whoever like reopened the pyramids, there was a, um, there was a crystallite all over the interior of the of the shafts and the inside and and it and there's a lot of people that are suggesting like the if you look at the rose granite thing that's supposed to be the coffin in the mm-hmm. great pyramid it's cracked there's like burn marks and stuff a lot What's of people funny is i have an exact explanation for this not it's it's a, it's a theory well not really a theory it's written on the 11th sumerian tablet which i Power only plant? just recently that I only just recently read about. It did have power capabilities, but it's original. Okay. It was originally called the Ikur, E K U R, and um, Marduk was being chased down by uh, other gods to be uh, killed and like imprisoned. So he goes and hides out in the Great Pyramid. I don't know the story perfectly, but I'm going to give you the basics. Go for it. Um, I've never heard this. Yeah, you, you can look it up. I posted a video just about it like yesterday, okay. and um, and it's a pretty it, it like explains everything. And um, yeah, so Marduk hides out and he goes back by that, that box that's got the crack in it and he gets locked in. You know how like that one, like there's the, the one t- like tunnel that's straight down on like oh, a yeah, diagonal. Yeah, yeah. Like, a diagonal. Yeah. like that was um, filled with three separate stones to block him from being able to exit. So when they were there, he was locked in the room and the room that he was locked in with that stone, that stone was a, a resonant um amplifier or like it would put out the resonance that was being collected from the pyramid so it was an extreme amount of energy being um put in this one little room so ninurta comes and tries to save him she fought she finds a back entrance with a swivel door which originally the pyramid had a a rock that would swivel that you could walk through and um, and you know how there's that one side they have all those rocks covering up that entrance mm-hmm. where you could see like the the arch of what yeah. would be an entrance. She came in, she got him, and she brought him out, and then she went back in and destroyed the whole thing. So the funny thing you were saying about the but with the crystals is there's a part in the story where um, you know that one walk. I don't know how well versed you are with the inside of the pyramid. That one like hallway where it's got like it goes like this. And there's like it's like a triangle, but there's like rec- there's like uh, yeah, right it looks it looks like almost like a, something mechanical would come down. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a triangle, but there's grooves. Yes, and um, in like a pattern. 
And um, that would be the room where those crystals were that you're referring to. And it's crazy that you brought it up. But um, they were all different colors. There was like a red one, all the colors of the rainbow. And they all gave off a certain power. So when Ninurta was going to get Marduk from this room, she smashed all of those um, those crystals. So basically the power that was in that room was was destroyed. And so eventually when she got past the... she, she Obviously she snuck in, she got past the one area and she got to where he was. And she broke, she broke through to get to him. And when he was in there, she told him to just run out. And she smashed... I mean, Ninurta's a guy. I'm sorry, I don't know why I'm saying. Ninurta uh-huh. comes in and takes his baton that he used to crush the crystals, and he smashes the the stone box, which you know what I'm talking about—the one with yeah, the crack inside. There's absolutely damage. And in um, who knows if that was what that was from all Man, those years ago? Crazy. I'm telling. And that's you, in a Sumerian. The Sumerian eleven tablet. Yeah, I'm never. Oh. I'm not a good storyteller. So, but um, it's fucking crazy, dude. And um. No, continue, continue. Just keep it, talking. It, it, the video gives you a literal diagram of every single aspect of all the rooms. They even use the word gallery, the the main gallery, the king, like the chambers and everything. And um, the secret back door that they just, I don't know if they just recently found, but there is another entrance to it, which I believe might be the one with that, uh, the archway that's blocked by uh, the stones. But this, as I said, I'm a terrible storyteller, but it's really something you should really look into because what you just said, like I've never even heard anyone mention it before. And it's just funny that I just read this stuff yesterday. And, oh, um, awesome. and you're bringing it up. But yeah, like the Great Pyramid was supposed to be, uh, well, it wasn't supposed, to, it was originally a power center. But since he went and hidden it, they used it as a, uh, to imprison him. So they locked him in, and he That's eventually insane. fled to that back room. And Ninurta broke through the crystal room, and went all the way to him and smashed the the box that was creating the the um the like the resonance. It was like a resonance room where like it was extreme power of resonance. So she takes it and just smashes it because he was inside of that, and um, he was basically impaired because of how much power was going through it. So she smashes it in that. And it, that crack is there and gets him out, sends him on his way. And then, like, he's out. So she goes back in and just dismantles the thing and destroys it. So that's the, basically the Sumerian story of what happens. And obviously, the video goes extremely in-depth oh, about man. it. Yeah, if you could link like, me that at some yeah, point, that would it be It might be great. the second video on my Instagram. And uh, Okay. But um, I'll get it to you. But, um, yeah, dude, it's the only time I've ever heard this. And it's it was from an extremely hard like I don't I just randomly found this guy, and like if I looked into it, a lot of this this stuff was written on that tablet, and um, I mean it's hard it's hard to get away from it once once you really look into it, like it's crazy. Um, what what was the woman's name in the story? It was I'm sorry I called her a woman. It was actually Ninurta, which is a guy. No, no, no. Okay. I have no. uh, the descent of Ishtar, which is like the, yeah. it's, it's I, yeah, yeah. I have both the Sumerian That's who and they Akkadian based, uh, versions. But... Ishtar, when we celebrate Easter, we're celebrating uh, Ishtar. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that makes we're sense. Celebrating Everything false... is built on that Yeah, old... we're celebrating false idols. Yeah. that's It's set up that way. Like Christmas, the original Christmas is not, suppo- it's a pagan holiday. We're not supposed to be celebrating that as if yeah. we are Catholics or Christians or whatever. Uh-huh. And um, the New Year. New Year wasn't even on January 1st. It used yep. to be March 25th. Mm-hmm. Like, they'd messed around with our entire timeline 
end how our map and our days work because there used to be 13 days in a week. Uh, not, I don't know right now. I think there used to be 13 days in a week at one point. And um, all the names of the weeks are based on like uh, Roman and Greek gods. And uh, like um, Saturday, Saturn, uh, Monday is the moon. And like, you know how it goes. Wow. But, uh, yeah. It's just crazy. Like everything goes hand in hand. Where and did they get all you... the symbolic? Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I want you to finish. No, go ahead. It's all right. Well, um, yeah, remember what you were saying. Um, do you know what they, um, where they got the symbology for like Easter eggs and the bunny and all that stuff? Oh, shit. Easter eggs. They used to take eggs. I don't know what animal it was, but I, I, like, I know what you're talking about. They used to take these eggs and they would dip them in the sacrificial blood. And they would go and bring them into um, a temple and they would leave them there for their God in that, in that day. And then they would bring, eventually they would bring in the actual sacrifice, but they would always have to dip these eggs in blood before they would give them to their God, which I guess at the time would have been like Marduk or something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, they used to, that's what the painting comes from. They used to put a sacrificial <laughs> blood on these eggs and give them up to their to their yeah, god as an all crazy i remember as a kid dipping it <laughs> yeah the, the crazy shit that we do like christmas is a whole nother one um uh like uh that's people would think like oh it's it's based on something evil but it's actually based on something really weird it's based on mushrooms i forget exactly what oh, the yeah. mushroom is yeah. mushroom is called uh, uh it's called um antimita muscaria yes and um they only grow under christmas trees and pine like type like like that and they they have the same colors of santa red yeah. and white yeah. and um people used to bring uh they used to think of those as gifts because they would only grow from outside of the tree they wouldn't grow on the ground they would grow from the tree and they would that would be considered the presents you know how we wrap presents these days mm -hmm. red and white we use these specific colors and green so the green from the tree the white and the red from the fucking mushroom yeah so it's like all of our stuff is based on a lot of really wild, wild shit. But like even on like when you look at the the painted glass of windows on some of these extremely old um, churches, you'll notice that there's mushrooms depicted all over it. Like on some of them, not all, not the new age ones, but you'll see mushrooms depicted on a lot of these. But um, there was original theory. It was guided by a guy named Alan something, but he believes that Jesus was misrepresented as a person and was actually magic mushrooms itself. I've heard of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what his name, his last name was, but his yeah, the, was he wrote a book. And one of the things is that, well, we do know that uh, there was, they were doing stuff like they were mixing mushrooms and ergot, which is the mm -hmm. mold growing on the grain. Yeah. And which is basically, I mean, that's uh, LS. It's like, primitive ls it's, it's a, yeah it's basically the same type of deal uh lysergic i think it might acid. have been more of like a dmt type deal actually no might might have been might have been oh, no, they, the, I, no remember the acacia they used to use the acacia trees oh the acacia, yeah the burning acacia bush trees, thing you can get dmt from acacia trees yeah, yeah. as i've heard I've, yeah. I've heard people say that the burning bush was actually them burning the bush to see god and that's how they saw god because they were hallucinating mm -hmm. by burning the yeah because in order to get high on most dmt before the Amazonians uh, fixed it so you can eat it, mm -hmm. um, you had to smoke it. Yeah. So Yeah, when... I've heard that. I've also heard that um, one of the reasons we hang 
uh, ornaments on our tree is because not only did the mushrooms come from underneath the tree and everything, the best way of drying them was to hang them in tree in a, a bushy tree, like mm. what we like a you know an evergreen or something. Yeah, yeah. They're, they they air they have a lot of good aeration and they would hang yeah. them for drying, mm-hmm. and that they were preparing like um, communion with with like wine ergot mushrooms yep. and tripping that balls. That was a very <laughs> popular Viking. That was a very popular Viking drink as well. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. <laughs> it's funny about that because I was playing uh, a game maybe two years ago. It was called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By, dope a game. Dope yeah. game. All the Assassin's Creeds are, well, actually not all of them. Like the second one in Italy, absolutely bonkers awesome because I love all that stuff. But like this one specifically, you can even go, there's one about Egypt as well where there's a lot of Yeah, secrets. I have that they one. They tell you I a lot of it. crazy secrets in these books. I mean, in these games. But um, Assassin's yeah, Creed... I, I found in Assassin's Creed Origins, which is the Egyptian version. Yeah, I found I was I was for the most part, but it, it was cool. Uh, but shit. yeah, it was it was it was. Um, so I was I was messing around in Alexandria, yeah. and I found this guy with a giant leg, like a leg that was not a normal human size. It was three times bigger than him. Just it was the in leg. This, it was just the leg. It was in a bowl, and he was praying to it. It was, was just he an NPC. in a weird fashion. Was he sitting in a weird fashion? I think he was. I think he was knelt. I would because there's kneeling. these old maps. Um, you have to go back pretty far where they show like the blemies, like the guys yeah. with the ha- the faces on their chests and stuff. Um, they're always kind of depicted in the same areas on like the Ethiopian side of like Africa, but um, there's always this depiction, and I never looked into it. But it's funny that you bring that up. There's always this depiction of a guy with a leg that's twice the size of his body. And I, I've what? literally never looked into it, but I'm definitely going to now. But like what Me you just too. said is literally all over these old maps. And I, it's obviously like a different version of a human because it's always. Oh, man, I'm going to search all over that but, level for that. Dude, dude, we're clicking today, bro. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that that Well, see. I've always and this is a good segue because this is another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, I've always been fascinated with Nephilim and that region yeah. and giants and all of they the actually, all of they actually just found a stele with uh, the Nephilim cartouche on it in, um, I forget what part of Egypt, but um, they had just, re- it's being kept a little bit under wraps, but I have a video of it on. They just found a stele about the Nephilim having a conquest through uh I Egypt. think I've heard of this. Yeah. And um, I mean, who if it's not doctored, which I don't think it is, um, how much more proof do you need? Well, I mean, if these things occurred, I hope uh, it's just a matter of time before we find something in the middle of the fucking sand and then it's just some random thing. Yeah, just some random thing that that slips through the cracks of the censorship. That would be so dope. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's fucking crazy. Like just what's going on is so nuts these days. It is. It is the simulations breaking down. It. Really? I mean, there's so many crazy things all the time, but yeah, segue, perfect segue. Um, so there's this guy that um, uh, talks about predictive programming and that clowns uh, disseminate from uh, Nephilim lore. And, and oh, it's, no. it was laced into our stuff, just like the Christmas stuff and the Easter stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, so the idea is, is that Nephilim were a, I mean, you could go back to like the book of Enoch 
thing mm-hmm. where the we like wi- human women bred with fallen yeah, uh, the, uh, watchers the or whatever met with the sons of man and bred with mm-hmm. the with the women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I for some exactly reason that off yeah, and for some reason that offspring produced giant humanoids oh, and, yeah. and, uh, and and became just, a race. More than just that, like there would be obviously like a partial animal people as well. And yeah. I, I guess would include the Blemmies and the giant foot guy and like yeah. all those other people, including people with horns and all that stuff. Because like, right. hold that thought, please <laughs> go through. all. I got a piece so bad, but I got yeah, do it. Your thing. Do your thing. <laughs> I'm going to do the same. All right. Perfect. All right. All right. Nephilim giants. And you're about to be like, there's this whole thing. <laughs> all right. Shoot. Yeah, you were like, okay, so we were talking about Nephilim giants, and you were like, well, even more than that, because I was talking about how they basically produced a race of giant uh, humanoids, and then you were like, but even more than that, I, that's what I want to oh, Fuck, dude. I don't even think I remember. What... Well, yeah, because um, even more, I think I said, went on to say that um, it wasn't just the humanoids that created giants. It was also, there was also the half animal people with like the certain depictions of Yes. Uh, of like men with like lion heads and this and that yes. the other thing which could give credence to uh the sphinx and um but um it w- besides that the sphinx was also probably an actual statue of anubis before it was what it is today i don't know if you oh, ever yeah. heard about that but, i have um, that it was rechiseled it, it makes a lot more sense that it was anubis but um yeah like just like the blammies and the and like I guess the Tartarians would fall into that because there is a depiction of the Tartarians, which I had I had posted recently. Of it was called it was in a it was in French it was in French, and it said uh, that they captured this giant Tartarian beast, and the Tartarian had a neck that was like a giraffe's, but it was like a man body, which is like insane. But um, there's there's always these always uh, on a lot of these old maps that have a lot of biblical shit in them. Like, you'll see all these very strange formations of humans. You'll always see dragons. You'll always see, um, like, uh, in the middle of always the maps, you'll see these. this uh, Jerusalem always kind of looks like a sprocket. And it's very strange. And then you'll see, like, these outer realms of the world. But, like, there's always these crazy beings all around. Even the sea monsters, like, half snake, half man. Like Yeah, Leviathan. You can go on, can go on forever with it, with the mythological stuff. But, um... Yeah, I mean, with the Bigfoot guy and, like, the Blemies, I think that there was a couple mistakes that they had made. And I think maybe that might have been a lot of the partial reasoning for the Flood, if if you go by that belief. Yeah. I mean, I know they did a lot of wrong and whatnot, as it says, but um, I think it was more so to get the abominations of man off of it. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is, yeah. But, um, yeah, there I, was thought, I thought that deviations in what had happened because there's a lot of people that believe that um the tree of life and adam and eve the tree of life is actually their dna is actually their dna strain because there's some depictions of it where the snake and it's not a tree it's just kind of like a pole with the snake going around it and what looks like that a dna your dna strands look exactly like that and it's also it's also the the logo for uh, physicians physicians is the spiraling thing with the with the two things on the side and it, i think it all comes comes together because like pharmacia used, pharmacology used to be called pharmacia and it was like an older study of like medicine and whatnot 
but I think a lot of this derives like Genesis. I think like uh, the word genealogy might be um, a subsidiary of of um, Genesis. Like Genesis was yeah. like actually speaking on like DNA, um, like editing, and uh, yeah. maybe that that the Noah's Ark didn't have physical animals on it. Maybe it kept their DNA on there because yeah. it's pretty. I, I say it would be pretty hard to put all those animals on there, but if you had just like a cryo DNA bank, it'd be pretty easy to do that. Yeah. I've and, heard people uh, talk about like, yeah, it was, it was a DNA bank. Yeah. Um, and I'm just speaking on theories. I'm not saying yeah. like what I, what I believe and stuff, yeah, but yeah. Um, the things I've heard, but uh, yeah, yeah even... um, I believe the first time the Bible mentions the actual symbol of the, of the pole cane, whatever. And the two snakes wrapped around it was when the Israelites, um, they were gathering the manna uh, mm. and uh, that would happen in the morning. And they were supposed to throw it out uh, yeah. past a certain time of the day and then collect the new manna because God was like, you need to know that I'm going to provide the manna and have faith that I'll do it. So yeah. no saving it. So yeah. there was a whole bunch of Israelites that saved it and they woke up and worms were crawling and it was like a nightmare of food. And, uh, and then they went out of their tents and I may be misremembering this, but there were snakes everywhere, venomous snakes. Yeah. And God told Moses to fashion a, a pole with two snakes on it. And whoever looked at it would be spared the, the poisonous venom and be saved. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. uh, that I, that's when the first of that actual iconography comes about, mm -hmm. but the tree thing I've never heard of, that's interesting. But then yeah. it goes into like, you can I read mean, the more... But DNA is basically the tree of life. No, if you really think about it, because that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, Ooh, I want to know what the tree of doing, the knowledge of good and evil is. <laughs> yeah, we're doing the genetic editing now. Like, there's a company in China. The guy just got uh, put in jail for it. He was. Um, they they were saying that they were putting uh, AIDS vaccinations into kids, and these mm -hmm. kids were becoming extremely intelligent. Yes, but like they were they were removing these. Uh, these little sections of DNA that could cause diseases and this and that. So who knows if, uh, I guess you would say the Anunnaki or the Sumerian gods at that time were fiddling with our DNA and it's just a misrepresentation of what was actually happening. And uh, it was more of just that whole story is the beginning of it. Genesis is a story of them tampering with DNA of like the older Cro-Magnon man or whatever you want to call it. And um, trying to create the perfect slave. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like take uh, like uh, aliens seeing you know primate hominids and monkeying mm -hmm. with their DNA. So so they're just intelligent enough to work, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> just exactly. just like Henry Ford. Oh yeah. Well, that was a uh, Rothschild who said that, but he Henry oh, Ford yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. was a buddy of him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, sure. Rockefeller. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, then the the more apocry apocryphal texts like the book of Enoch, one of my favorite lines were that the, um, that the, uh, the fallen ones were teaching the women how to ornate their faces like makeup. And yes. it was, they were also teaching them how to divide roots, which is like pharmacopoeia, early, mm -hmm. early stuff. And then yeah. that was like a big deal. And God was like really angry at the fallen ones. And then further mm -hmm. imprisoned more under, un there they, they were a lot of gnarly, uh, uh, punishments for these beings. Um, yes. the, but, but the, I always thought that was so cool. Like, because, because it makes you think like maybe it was because 
we were supposed to figure that out on our own. Well, yeah, and that they goes, were speeding it up. That goes on to say about the apple and that with Adam and Eve. I think that Lucifer showed them um, intelligence or not showed them knowledge that they weren't supposed to know because they didn't really know anything. They were just wandering out and eating like, what are we supposed to do here? And I think that Lucifer, the apple, might be a representation of knowledge. And that's why they were cast out. I've heard because, that's why I, like, that's why the reason, Apple logo. Yeah, for some reason, God really hates us learning <laughs> for whatever reason. Or or that he didn't want leapfrogs of of yeah, um, yeah. bypassing. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, you're right. I don't, yeah, the, there's so much there. <laughs> it really is. There's just too much to talk about with that. Um. Yeah, I've always I've always liked those ancient books. I've always liked uh, and and recently I got some um of the translations of the uh Sumerian tablets. Yeah. Um but man the one thing is... I could say about that is, is I do not trust Zachariah Sitchin's uh translations. Yeah. To be honest. But um I have his book The 12th Planet, but I never went beyond that point. But um yeah. there are other scholars out there who who translated it kind of similarly that uh gives out a little bit more of like a respectable answer because Zechariah Sitchin like was known for just embellishing yeah straight up and like i know that like academia was going to shut down anyone who speaks against it but um yeah um fuck it sells it sells books (laughs) yeah it sells books it sold me a book 20 years after we put it out so you know yeah yeah. but um yeah (laughs) um man now i just want to play assassin's creed uh hell yeah dude uh Man, uh, all right, yeah. So we went through. Uh, I'm glad that we touched on the Nephilim thing because yeah. one of the things I've heard people talk about is um, that I've heard a lot of different things. Oh, oh, this is the other thing I want to ask you about: Roman concrete. Um, I was watching a video uh, last night, and they're still just, trying to recreate that. Perfectly yeah, because it's just, yeah. it was extremely strong. Yes. But go ahead. I found a uh, I found a, a channel a new channel mm. that I really like called Mysterious Middle East. Yeah, and this guy goes through. I, I want to try to reach out to him, but um, uh, his channel's huge, so he'd probably ignore it. Uh, the he goes through all of the all of basically what we've been talking about from historical old old text, mm. and then also like lore of villagers and what they say around about various topics about like petra and all of that Mm -hmm. uh one of the things he uh he led me on to were two other channels and one of these guys um was talking about a lighthouse that was put in in the um the england the english channel between france and england and mm-hmm. it was this there was this patch of rocks that was really a big problem because their trade vessels, their uh, people, uh, I mean, numerous wrecks, hundreds and hundreds of people in mm-hmm. like a matter of months would just drown because of this stuff. And, and it was yeah. going on for years. So this wealthy kind of crazy guy yeah. built this um, wooden, elaborate lighthouse that took one season and it toppled over because of the storms. Then this other guy put it upon himself and then another guy. So about the third time was the charm. This guy built this place and it reminded me of Roman concrete and the idea that maybe the stones and the pyramids were some kind of thing like that rather than cut from a Mm -hmm. quarry. Um, But it was they he 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 
I believe he said it was a, and this was, this was like, uh, 1500s, I believe, or maybe a little later, 15 to 1600, somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. And they made this concrete for the base. So they built this thing and it lasted forever. So mm. in modern time, they decided to raise it up to specs, but everyone really liked this lighthouse. So they moved this famous guy's lighthouse to like inland and rebuilt it, but yeah. they left the base because it was so hard for them to break it. So the, what they said in the text was that he used a, I believe they said a high lime concrete mixture. Like it was a mm. abnormally high amount of lime in the mixture. Yeah. And it was it was really good for sea bearing structures that were water water was always around. Yeah, yeah. And like 178 years later, they had so much trouble removing that foundation that they built the new lighthouse in a different spot and just left the base of this <laughs> old one. And you can still see it today because yeah. the concrete was too difficult for them to remove. Yeah. That's, I've actually never, I've never actually heard of that, but that I can see that happening. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder, I've, I've always wondered Roman concrete thing. If there is yeah. a mixture of concrete that is, that is as strong as granite yeah. or, or, or stronger, that's insane. And that has a lot of implications because you make something that's a little harder than granite. It's going to stay there for a long oh, yeah. time. Absolutely. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Mm -hmm. Um. Mm. Man, yeah, it could be. I mean, it could make more sense of the German Blitzkriegs, where just these huge areas were just wiped out. I mean, I've if anyone what you were talking about earlier, if anybody want, needs to look at the photo, look at the photos because it was like indiscriminate bombing. It was just oh yeah, and, and then we had the great very fires. Very specific. It was all very specific areas. Yeah. Like you'll look at these videos and you'll see one area fucking annihilated. Yeah, and then like. Two shots over, everything's in perfect tags. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it at all. And it almost seemed like people were already evacuated before any of this stuff happened. I mean, obviously, they probably were. But um, it seemed that most of the time that they were bombing was religious centers and important buildings from the past. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they were collect. I don't know if I went into depth on this before, but they were collecting the bells from these uh, all of these churches and just destroying them and just getting rid of them. And um, I actually have a video of it on uh, on on that. But like these bells were extremely important. Like, why do you think the Liberty Bell was such an important thing back in the day? Like, it, it was a healing frequency creator. But yeah, they would they would they're mainly just blowing up these spiritual centers, like these healing centers, and all these certain areas where you could um, potentially be healed with sound. Uh, amplification or whatever it may be but that's not even like the main thing with sound amplification with sound and sound and frequency obviously as i said before you can fix things i mean fix things you can um repair problems in your body but you could also make things levitate and whatnot so there's the theory that um that they were using like the guy coral castle i don't know if we spoke on that but uh, edward leedskalskin he he was said to have used uh sound amplification and sound uh sound frequencies and the vibrations to move these rocks so what if the buildings were built in that way like the pyramids and whatnot because that would seem a lot more more uh, plausible than uh building these giant waterways and such but um i forget exactly where i was going with that but uh yeah they were basically just attacking spiritual centers and whatnot just to bring us into this new world order 
And like the idea of their new world order kind of got cut short. And I think we're in the beginning of that now, like to kind of finish of the it, job. Of, the, of it ending or them trying to finish to create started. To create an even worse new world order, like to continue <laughs> on what that, what that was. Um, because they got, they were successful with destroying the ancient technology. And yeah. um, even at that time, people were able to publicly and recreationally use radium at that time. And yeah. uh, do all these sorts of crazy things. Recreational but, uh, radium? Not like recreational, but they were able, like normal people could buy it and use it for things. Like there was soap that had radium. Oh, oh I got you. And I thought like, you meant like, hey, bro, I got some yeah, bomb-ass radium. radium, man. Yeah. You should come over. <laughs> no, but yeah, like a lot, like even then, like cocaine came in a fucking a glass bottle. Like, yeah. Heroin, yeah. Oh, like, man, that would, if there was one drug I wish was legal, Man, I would, I would, I would be so efficient on cocaine. Oh, coke, coke <laughs> is a vibe, bro. Coke's a vibe. I've only had it wrong. twice in my life, and twice. I, well, like, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You don't want. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Like certain hard drugs, I'm, I'm glad I steered clear of. But oh, of course. Yeah. But man, if I had the ability to just like, all right, today is my work day, and yeah. just coke up and like get everything done. Get right. Yeah. A lot of people switch out for uh, Adderall. <laughs> I I try I I've, I've done it and I it's, it's the amazing thing. the first few days it's amazing it's then I the I'm thing. like in agony yeah. I'm the third yeah. day of the I've gotten no insane. sleep the, the, the crash is insane the crash is insane from Adderall because it builds oh, yeah. up all it builds up this chemical that makes you think you're not like tired and it makes your computer run on like overtime yeah but like now you'll see all these ads and like shit on like TikTok like these ads and like TV commercials about oh we got this new thing um, yeah. I forget what it is but um it's like some holistic version of that like some uh, vitamin nowadays and everyone just seems to be going in that direction trying to push everybody on the holistic stuff which is great yeah but um it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna have, do the same thing the same, <laughs> like at all and yeah um, uh there was yeah, this... all... no go ahead no yeah but all these all these crazy drugs that are illegal now were were legal then but the funny thing is about that is they weren't being abused and yeah. uh like if, I feel that if everything was more free, that like people wouldn't be so obsessed with getting it. Like yeah. alcohol is probably the most dangerous drug or whatever you want to call it. I would agree. Ever, because no one does. No one has done crazier shit than Mia when they were drunk. And like once I stopped drinking heavily, like that completely, that whole aspect of my life completely changed. Because I used to be like crazy with partying. Like I was a, <laughs> I was a singer in a hardcore band. I was a DJ after that, and I was a semi-pro skateboarder before that. So I was constantly yeah. around this this life but as soon as i cut off alcohol it was like the best thing that could happen yeah but it's it seems that they say that alcohol isn't really a problem when it's the biggest problem but these other drugs i feel like they if they were kept on the same level like obviously you're not i don't want you to be able to go to a pharmacy and buy like fucking pure heroin or something like that right right but like if you had the ability if it wasn't such a a lockdown on it i don't think people would be so obsessed with it and if there was actual information out there to show you like that you can get addicted to this and it'll ruin your fucking life. Like, believe yeah. me, I, I have family members whose lives were just fucking annihilated or they're yeah. dead. One of the two. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I think a lot of it is just not being able to get it. And it's just like the, what is it? The, the ostracism that get, makes people interested. Yeah. Of, yeah. of those certain things. And I, I don't know why I went put the engine there <laughs> no i mean it all it all kind of wraps up into one i mean like yeah. one thing about addiction is statistically people that have 
destroyed their lives with addiction, normally it seems like they have uh, very low um, like support groups or mm. uh, a family or or loved ones that are there. It's like a lot of people try to find love in uh, a compound. Yeah. And yeah. it seems with people with uh, a tighter family that's not judgy can yeah. they, they can kind of now then there's less... like physical dependency but it kind of yeah. bleeds in on both sides it goes yeah. back to what we were talking about like the whole trans issue like i think that what we're experiencing in this country with this whole thing is more of an identity issue and mm -hmm. more of a uh, mental health issue and because of the stigma, a lot of these people get completely cut off from their family. So what else? Oh, yeah. What 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 else are they going to do but just buy into the culture yeah, of the cutting people your who dick off them. and taking hormones? Yeah, the people who accept them and let them do whatever they want. Yeah, little did I know that. I mean, some of this stuff is extremely problematic, and it, like especially for children. I mean, do what you want. I have no problem. As I said before, we both have yeah. no problem with that. But I don't think these type of things should be promoted to children like at all. Oh, absolutely not. Like, Absol those are, I mean, like when I was a kid, I had no fucking clue what sexuality yeah. and all that shit was. Like I like I've seen my dad's dick, but like I didn't. It was just I just thought he peed out of it, you know. Yeah. Like, and all that stuff. I never thought about any of that stuff, and I don't think that type of information should be like just like thrown in these kids' faces. And it definitely yeah. shouldn't be in a, a school setting like at all. Yeah, like, I, I have a, I, I know people that are very, they have some younger kids and they're very careful about what they're exposed to in terms of that. Because I remember being, uh, I remember puberty and, yeah. and it was confusing enough. Yeah. <laughs> it was wild enough as it was to throw in this whole other thing that really uproots biological facts. Mm. Um, I mean, I, 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 that's not fair to a kid, in my opinion. Absolutely if, if, not. If if your kid is displaying, you know, extremely feminine qualities, maybe he's just gay. Like, yeah, chill out. It's it's not it doesn't like, necessarily thing, mean that he wants to be a chick. <laughs> yeah, the 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 hormone blockers I think should be completely illegal because if mm -hmm. what you're doing is uh, a child is going through a phase and you are permanently altering their body chemistry, they will never be the same. When they're adults, yeah. they'll hate you. Oh, they, they'll, they'll they will regret. Not only done as. You know. Not only the body chemistry, but the effects on your mental health, like you were saying, like it's a huge thing with mental health. Like who knows at that age that you're giving these 12, 13 year olds hormonal changing drugs, what it's doing to your brain and how you think. Yeah. Like, and a lot of these people, like I, I, I saw a documentary the other day about people who were, who were transitioning at a young age and now they completely fucking regret it yeah. because you know, they're like. They, I don't want to say that they, that I think this, but they even called them. They called themselves like as if a monster to themselves. I've heard, because, I've heard some of them use the word disfigured because they were allowed to do something before they were cognitive and conscious enough to know what these decisions mean. Instead of having their liberal, I don't want to say liberal, but liberal parents pushing them in this direction, like giving them those, those options. Because if you give a kid an option, he's going to pick one no matter what, regardless yes. if he believes in one or the other, he's going to pick one. And yeah. if you make it seem okay and you're like, oh, let's put a fucking dress on him. Yeah. Like, cool. I, but I would rather him ask you than you tell him it's okay. And then he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to wear dresses. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, I remember. I, 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 I love my parents. My, uh, I was born extremely late. So my, my parents are from a completely – I'll put it in perspective. Uh, World War II wasn't over 
when my dad was born. Get out of here. So like, yeah, they were, they were, I was a surprise, but um, I remember clearly uh, around that time where like, you have all these questions and I, and I, I was just like, I, I, as a person, I've always just like extrapolated ideas and always had questions. So I asked my dad once, um, uh, since girls can be tomboys, why can't guys be Tom girls? And then he said, because they can't. And that was the end of it. And I was totally cool with that answer. I was like, yeah, I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think about it. Like after that, it was like, Oh, that was okay. Cool. Gotcha. (laughs) But yeah. Um, I would call it like metrosexual, I guess, if you were probably, probably because (laughs) I, when I was younger, I would have considered myself metrosexual, not in the sense of like, gay or anything but like i used to care how i dress when i'd go out and do this and that I'd yeah, probably yeah, take, yeah. A, take as much time to get ready as like a girl and yeah all it's that like males well. that are more interested in their appearance that, exactly. that's all that means yeah exactly but like they get roped in with all that and uh that would confuse the shit out of some people <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm very fortunate that my parents made everything just black and white and yeah. very simple for me at that age Mm-hmm. like that was that was cool of them i respect it but, yeah, but, but I, I don't remember ever getting really those talks but but i had a pretty uh, a strange childhood if you could say yeah <laughs> like what like uh say like when i would go out with like my, you're probably gonna think this is horrible but like when i would like go with my dad because my parents were separated um my dad would like take me out and like we'd go to like movies a lot and shit but like sometimes he would take me to like uh it was kind of like a hooters but it was called bazookas where he would right. give me a handful of quarters and have the girls watch me or like one, a couple of times he would bring me <laughs> to a strip club and have the girls watch me while he went and did some other shit. And it's not like he was out fucking, but I think he was like doing something else. But like, I had a pretty wild, like strange lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a few friends with stories like that. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I'm trying to water it down. But like, uh, yeah, like I had a pretty crazy lifestyle, but no, my parents never like told me like, oh, this is right or this is wrong. I kind of had my own yeah, like pathway towards it and like letting it figured out myself. Like I didn't yeah, have the guidance, yeah. but I think any kid could figure it out on their own what they like and what they do not like without having to be told what is okay and what is not okay. Because you give them yeah. the option, then they're going to look into it more when it should be set for a much later time to even have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the first place. I agree. I mean, I, you know what's funny is that I've noticed people in my generation, they look back and they're like, oh, I wish my parents did this or didn't do this or whatever. <laughs> and one thing... I, I I notice is just like sometimes you just gotta let shit go. Like I don't oh, know, yeah. you, can't, you can't like you can't can take you, shit to heart. Yeah, like I plan to have kids one day, but I can imagine it's very complicated and very stressful, and I'm not gonna be on my A game all the time. Yeah, so it's like make mistakes, of course. Yeah, it's like just let it go. You're fine now. Yeah. You know what? This was an awesome conversation. We can just wrap up now. I mean, I went way over what we did last time. Oh yeah, and well, how far this can. Uh, we I think we're like close to two hours, man. Really? Yeah, we're 147. <laughs> I really appreciate yeah. you coming on. Uh, no this worries. was a really good talk. Like every time it feels like it's getting more and more in-depth and just yeah. interesting. Uh, yeah, we can absolutely probably go on for hours between the two of us. We, we absolutely I'm, could. I, am, I feel like we're, we have a good repertoire. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'm definitely getting more comfortable in the podcast setting. I good. like how we talk to each other and I, I respect you, obviously. But um, Yeah, I respect you. This is good. Yeah, so yeah, it's been great. Awesome, but, uh, man. But yeah, um, I guess if you want, uh, shoot me a text or whatever, and we'll talk about Saturday. Absolutely, man. You take right. it easy. You I too. appreciate everything. Thank you for having me. See you. Bye.